Alright everybody, welcome to the June 12th edition of Cascadian Views. It is Indictment Monday, everybody. <laughs> Had a few days to process it. <laughs> the, uh, the charging document for Trump and his aide, uh, Waltine Neuda, who is a former military attache, I guess, who ended up sticking with Trump through thick and thin, or might have been an executive branch uh, aide or some sort of variety of that, but now he's yeah. personally attached to Trump at this point. He works for Trump's office outside of you know the government and all that, uh, and it is uh, quite a doozy of a document. It's 49 pages. There are 31 counts uh, relating to withholding national defense information. There are five counts related to concealing possession of classified documents. And there are two counts of false statements. Those are split over both defendants, but the lion's share of them are Trump. I think NATO only walks out of here with like four or five of these charges. Yeah, well, and I think the difference is Trump got an individual charge for each of the documents that they listed on the charge of unlawfully possessing a classified document. And he and um, Waltine my favorite name now, both got all the same charges for obstructing justice and subverting a criminal investigation and other things like that. It's funny you mentioned the name. Uh, that was the first thing I made fun of. And before I let myself do that, I had to do an exhaustive search uh, on the origins of Waltine. Uh, because <laughs> if you don't know, Mr. Neuda is Chamorro. He's a native of Guam. Uh, who is an American citizen. Guam is an American territory. My mother actually grew up on Guam. My grandfather was stationed there for a while. Uh, and they, they have certain traditional names. I don't want to make fun of the guy for his ethnic backstory, but this was a hard name to track down the etymology of. There's like four people named Waltine. It was not easy. Uh, near as I can tell, though, it, it comes from the French. Sorry, continue after that uh, irrelevant tangent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that name is the least problematic thing facing him at this point. <laughs> the, uh, the charging document is notable for its, its breadth. This is huge. I don't know if I've ever seen one this big. Usually this is just a, a fairly simple overview, but we've got... Like 50 pages starting to get up towards the size of a piece of literature I expect to pay for. That's it's like usually something that costs money. That's a novella or something. It's somebody's like short story collection. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the parts of it that seem most concerning to me is how much he fairly directly wanted to involve his lawyers in a criminal conspiracy uh conspiracy and they had uh they had earlier announced that they had gotten past the uh the attorney client privilege and i was curious about exactly how far they were willing to allege the uh the crime fraud exemption but holy shit i mean it, it's in the rearview mirror about six miles behind them I, they they cleared that bar so spectacularly it is ridiculous uh to the point where if the lawyer hadn't been the one to like 
alert the FBI. I would have expected them to be disbarred for this shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the point at which he made a lawyer sign off on the fact that all documents had been properly collected and sign off on the accuracy of an inventory, <laughs> the chances of that lawyer not flipping off, not finding some way to flip on him. Yeah. Being hey. as they thought they were making truthful statements. Yeah, Trump's old attorneys are working with the government. On this case, they they went straight to him uh, to let him know what they did. One of the uh, the lawyers takes apparently meticulous notes, uh, and they have contemporaneous notes about all these meetings from him throughout the whole thing, including uh, just a joy to imagine one where Trump apparently makes chicken plucking motions uh, to instruct the lawyer to pull any super classified documents out of there and there are some super classified ones in there there's there's a good half dozen or so where they're actually so classified they can't even tell us what level of classified they are uh there are documents related to the u.s nuclear program which were among those that were stored in the bathroom uh there's pictures of the yeah. documents just stacked on the side of the stage in one of the ballrooms that was hosting guest in mar-a-lago uh, I have never seen anything like this. Uh, I think JJ said he was a hoarder, and to be honest, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've never seen wall to floor, the entire space taken up with boxes, multiple rooms, turning bathrooms into storage. This is really some hoarder-level shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the kind of recklessness of it, too, like, you know, one of the things that the um, the indictment talked about was that the places that the boxes were stored was literally the stage of a ballroom in which they had dozens of events over 18 months. Just big boxes of classified documents sitting there on the stage. And just having car dealers walking through there and... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, numerous confirmed spies. Let's not forget about that. Yeah. Uh, Wouldn't you just feel terrible if you were a spy and you didn't get anything? <laughs> <laughs> like if you learned that all these secrets were stored in the bathroom and you realized all you had to do was go to the bathroom to find them. Yeah. You just have to reevaluate your life or. Or what comes up on your performance evaluation the next time. <laughs> Dan, uh, as somebody who actually has a law degree and isn't just pretending like the rest of us, uh, yeah. what what can you tell me about this? I mean, it's it's very serious trouble. I, I think that's I think that's kind of what we've all really determined from this is that he's. He's committed a lot of very serious crimes, and he he knows it. I think that's kind of the major distinction from kind of all of these other discussions of document you know retentions, whether it's been accidental in you know the cases of you know Pence and Biden and all these other ones is you know there's very clear evidence of intent. Here, you know, especially in, the, in these discussions with his attorneys, in these discussions with 
you know, reporters and biographers and all, all of this, you know, very clear testimony and documentary evidence of the fact that he knew what he was doing was breaking the law and he was doing it anyway. It's so nice so, of him to go out of his way to establish mens rea without them having to really work for it at all. Because that's yep. such an important element of so many of these crimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's gone ahead and yeah, made it very made a very clear trail that you know he knew he was breaking the law all the way along. So he's in very, very deep trouble. I mean the only the only obstacle I think he really has is the possibility of jury nullification and the fact that you know <laughs> this trial is gonna be happening in South Florida. <sighs> but I mean that's kind of what had to happen in order to, I think, from what I understand, the case you know, had to be brought there in order to avoid several other problems of, of venue and you know having the whole thing thrown out. I wouldn't say problems of venue necessarily. Uh, according to the New York Times reporting, they just didn't want to fight about venue. They yeah. they just wanted to skip yeah. that whole thing uh, yeah, by preempt. Yeah. Serious problems. Are, yeah. Yeah. Avoid having to you know fight over appeals and things yeah in order to yeah avoid the fight and get things moving quickly they just decided to agree to trump's preferred venue of course it means the first proceedings are now in judge cannon's court it seems just like the only piece of good news for him yeah yeah oh my goodness but yeah yeah but i mean otherwise he's got got in debt to rights Holy crap. There's an interesting split in the Republican, uh, I guess, establishment, although I hate to use that word. Um, but the the House seems to be backing Trump pretty decently. In fact, the Freedom Caucus is alluding to civil war and telling people to check bridges and shit. Um, but the Senate Republicans have not really said anything. Mitch McConnell has kept his mouth fucking shut about this entire thing. Will not bring yeah. in a word to a reporter. <laughs> wow. I would like to point out, though, how kind of unsatisfactory it is that our Profiles and Courage Award goes to just not saying something. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not yeah. saying he's doing a good thing. I'm just... There is a gulf of difference in the response between the House and uh, even some of the uh, GOP presidential contenders on one side who are are very much ready to fight this and the Senate Republicans who, near as I can tell, are just kind of hoping that this finally gets rid of Trump for them. No comment. Let the prosecutor <laughs> yeah. deal with it. <laughs> yeah, doesn't involve me. Yeah, yeah, this is Trump's mess. Uh, I am, I am a little bit curious which way the wind blows for the the GOP voting base. Um, so many of them are captured by that far right, alt right media bubble, but this seems to be something that's breaking through to a fair number of them. I mean, something around forty percent of Republican voters think that this this indictment is fucking terrible <laughs> this is trump committing crimes and should be punished for it 
Uh, I, now, granted, that's still a minority. That's minority. noticeably less than 50. So doesn't leave me super, you know, happy about it. But it does tell me that there is still some connection to reality for a decent chunk of those voters. But I think you can tell by just how every 2024 hopeful is back Trump on this that that they really view the Republican primary as not wanting to to seed this brand, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm wondering where those voters are, like at home in the Republican Party. I mean, are they are they DeSantis people? Are they kind of uh, spread out among other candidates at this point? Or because it's not like if they're DeSantis people, it's not like their guy is really jumping on this. I mean, but yeah, and DeSantis, really DeSantis is trying to out Trump Trump. I, I don't yeah. think there is anybody that is out there for these people. These are yeah. are, are yeah, kind of Chris the forgotten brands. Yeah. Chris Christie a little bit, yeah, Asa yeah. Hutchinson, but you know, those guys are like negligible support in the polls too. So mm -hmm. I don't really know. Yeah. Liz Cheney a little bit, but yeah, none of them are gonna be getting more than like, you know, two or three percent in the polls. I, I think the problem you're going to run into is that these voters and Forgive me if this is offensive to people. These voters are probably some of the smarter ones in the Republican yeah. Party. Uh, and I think you're going to see them do more strategic voting, be less willing to waste their vote, and instead do something to get the less bad outcome. Um, something that you see fairly often in other countries. You know, strategic voting is a huge part of UK elections, for example. There's... There's even published guides on how to strategically vote so that you can know you're getting getting right. I think you're going to see those people engaging in that or just disconnecting from the primary in general. These are going to be the kind of people who are voting for school boards and whatnot. Uh, in fact, to use a fairly uh, good example, here in the Portland metro area in Candy, you had uh, three incumbents on this like super MAGA school board takeover thing, the, the moms in charge deal, the parental rights board. Uh, and they were over overthrown and all three of them were voted out in this coalition between basically normie middle of the road Republicans and progressives. There were two progressives and one, you know, Joe Average Republican who all decided that the book banning and the uh, the anti-trans stuff was all just a step too far, and they came together in their own slate to just throw these guys out. Uh, you're going to see more engagement in the local level like that, and they're just going to stay away from the shit show that is the primary. But of course that has a very predictable effect on the primary. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's kind of, I think, the death spiral that the Republican Party has gotten themselves into when it's just it, it's a zero sum game. And the the most fervent, the, the ones who make themselves the most annoying are taken over. And you've seen attempts to do that in the Democratic Party. I mean, this was this is the basis of everybody's. Every single candidate who focuses on the caucus is basically betting on the strategy. 
<laughs> you get your people to be the most annoying in the room and push everybody out, and you take everything. Uh, it's it's worked for them. It worked in Nevada, where we had a split in the Democratic Party using this sort of thing. Uh, and the Republicans have got it such a, a deep structural level at this point that it's a fight for the soul of the party, and it's already been decided. Yeah, I will say there is a part of me that finds like a a little bit of sick satisfaction in the fact that this has got to give Mitch McConnell some more opportunities to stay up at night thinking, mm-hmm. you know, I could have backed impeachment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh, the indictment quotes Trump several times throughout it. Um, he speaks highly of Clinton's lawyer and I guess implies that Clinton's lawyer deleted the emails on his own, but it heard direction and told the judge it was just some other stuff. And Trump thinks they were lying and he thinks he's very clever and he wants his lawyers to do that too. Um <laughs> Yeah, this was basically his pep talk to his lawyers. <laughs> yeah. That guy didn't get in any trouble at all. Come on. Change some crimes for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just a little bit of crime in. You don't get in trouble. I've seen it all. Where's my Roy Cohn? <laughs> yeah. Now, Nauta is uh, mostly charged with this elaborate fucking back and forth game between the bathroom and the storage room and Trump's room at Mar-a-Lago where he just kept shuffling around boxes while the lawyer was there to keep them in the room he wasn't in. Uh, And furthermore, brought some of those boxes up to um, Bedminster, Trump's uh, golf club up in New Jersey. Uh, They do acknowledge, his other employees acknowledge the secret papers in text messages and one of them even sends a text of boxes spilled on the ground where you can see a classification <laughs> marking on one of the yeah. documents. So, uh, so real, real top-notch stuff there. Uh, I'm surprised. Well, I, mean, I guess I'm not surprised. Y- you and I don't have any duty to classify documents. New York Times doesn't have a duty to classify documents. These employees wouldn't have a duty to preserve the the secrecy of classified documents, but Trump and Nayota do. They they were legally given access to this. They have legal responsibilities. Uh, I was gonna say it's surprising to me the other employees who knew they were there and didn't say anything didn't get charged. But then I thought about it for about two seconds. Chris, were you ever in the military? Am I making that up? You are making that up. Okay. Huh. Somebody I'll, I'll in the group I remember uh, had been in there. I was going to ask how that worked. I remember my dad having to fill out clearance paperwork every year. I wasn't old enough to really remember. I don't know. I'd be curious to read through that form. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to ask you, Chris, because I think you're probably uh, more caught up on this than I am, he, he shows off somebody's plan of attack, a, quote, senior military official, uh, several times in this document. Do you know what plan of attack that is? What country we were thinking about invading in the last year or so of Trump's presidency? 
I don't remember I've, anything I've about seen, that. I've seen reporting saying it was Iran. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That, or, that might have been North Korea. Trump There's no way worse. Trump was going to invade North Korea. That's best friend. No, but man. I think it was plans for North Korea. Okay. Someone had plans yeah. for North Korea that he was going after. Well, oh, and so, which is funny because what he was doing, <laughs> what he was doing in that conversation was basically saying like, this guy has come out saying that I wanted to invade such and such. And look, he drew up the plan. I mean, of course he did. He yeah. was directed to. <laughs> <laughs> Draw up a plan for if we had to. Right. Because it's not the military's job is to come up with these plans. They don't do them, but they have to be ready for it. Yeah. Now, the documents not only included uh, details about uh, U.S. nuclear programs, there were um, self-identified vulnerabilities of the U.S., like list of ways that we thought we could be militarily not prepared for an attack uh which if that's not bad enough i i i really don't know what to say about that that i how is that useful to anybody who is not planning the defense of the united states why would you share that why there is no business purpose to this you're you're not grifting it for any money that document exists solely for two reasons, either to give you a guide on how to kill a bunch of Americans or to give you a guide about what you need to do to stop a bunch of Americans from dying. There is no other purpose for that document. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, I think this is one of the one of the things about this whole case is, is I could make a pretty good case for this just being hubris, but I have to wonder sometimes if it was hubris or espionage. Either one, as I said in, in the thread, it, this feels treasonous to me. I mean, I don't say that lightly. There's not a lot that I think is not protected speech in, in America. You know, what makes this country great is these. We have, we have a virtually unlimited freedom of speech that is not even close to being replicated anywhere else you know for good or for bad i'm not necessarily saying it's great that we don't jail people for denying the holocaust but just the fact that the government is not the one to to put you in jail for your speech other people can be like you know what fuck you i'm gonna punch you in the face i don't want you around that's <laughs> that's their free speech the answer to bad contract yeah <laughs> the answer to bad speech is more speech not less speech uh, but this doesn't feel like that. This doesn't feel like criticism. It, it's not, there is no purpose behind it. it. It's solely dangerous. It's solely dangerous. There is no legitimate outlet for, for this sort of thing. I, it feels treasonous. I, I don't really know how to, to put it more than that. It, feels like he went out of his way to make it possible to kill Americans. There's not a lot that gets me worked up, but man, reading this, this indictment is absolutely getting my blood boiling. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I... 
I'm curious to hear where um, you two come down on the question of was this just him being a dick because he's a dick, or was there actually an intention to do something with some of this information? Like, like profit, you think, or salad? Kind of, yeah. Profit, give it to his friend Vlad. I don't know. So I don't think he'd give it, but I do 100% believe that in the right circumstances, he would sell it for a profit. Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely see that. Like, get some kind of angle out of it. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't think he's just going to hand it over to people to hand it over. He's not an ideological spy for anybody. He's not, you know, giving secrets to Mother Russia because he wants, you know, Mother Russia's society to prevail over the West. But I do absolutely believe that he does not give a fuck about any of us in this country with him and will happily sell these documents to make some money if he needs to. Mm-hmm. Finding a buyer would be hard because you know, you know, most countries you know, know they're going to be caught and you know, going to have a major diplomatic incident. So I, I would bet every dollar I have in my bank account, which granted is not a whole lot, but uh, that one of the third-party countries' nuclear weapons programs, there are several of these mentioned, I think about five of them, Documents related to assessment uh, and capabilities of third uh, other countries' yeah. nuclear programs. I would bet every dollar I have one of those countries is Israel, uh, who has a. They follow a policy of strategic ambiguity about their nuclear program. They won't confirm they have one. They won't confirm they don't have one. Most people think that they do have functional nuclear bombs, and I bet you. Syria would pay some good money for that. I bet you Iran would pay some good money for that. That's uh, that's the one that stuck out to me. But yeah. Now, I, I don't know how many informants we have in North Korea, but if one of those documents is a list of human sources in North Korea, I bet you North Korea would pay some good money for that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it could have just been an insurance policy and, you know, I, if I have to see the country. Yeah, you can barter your way to a lot of good me. stuff with that, yeah. You can barter your way to an exile estate in, you know, Mozambique or whatnot. Ah. The, uh, the interesting thing to me, he is going to go in front of the judge... Tomorrow. Do you think he has to give up his passport? Hmm. Good question. Um, I mean, would you say he's a flight risk? Yeah, I would think he <laughs> is. My, I mean, me personally, I think he's a flight risk. Uh, I think it's probably best for everybody involved if he just leaves the country. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I do think he's a flight risk. Uh, I want. I don't think Eileen Cannon's gonna make him give up his passport. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's so, where I would come down on that. Yeah, uh, the uh, prosecution might ask for it. Couple but, of yeah, the big problem though is yeah, every, everything right now is in front of Eileen Cannon, and she is his creature. So. Mm. This circuit struck her down pretty forcefully the last time she tried to play some bullshit. 
Yeah, I would guess a lot of proceedings were probably going to involve her doing some bullshit and then probably uh, the feds asking for a new judge and having some pretty strong grounds for getting a new judge. Some of the secret documents, the markings on there, I did a little bit of decoding oh, on decoding. these. Uh, some of the more easy to understand more ones, understand top ones. secret, secret. I'm getting an echo. Uh, top secret, secret. Um, the no foreign means no foreign. You're not supposed to disclose it, disclose it to foreign nationals. Uh, there are some slightly less strict underneath top secret called uh, F-V-E-Y that stands for Five Eyes, which is an intelligent partnership of the United States, the UK, Australia, New Zealand, and one other country, I don't remember. Uh, Canada. Okay, yeah. Uh, who have a joint agreement to conduct electronic surveillance together out of a facility in Australia. Uh, so that... That information can be shared among Five Eyes countries, intelligence folks. Uh, ORCON is another marking for some of these. This stands for Origin Control, where you have to check in and check out documents uh, in order to keep tabs on them. Uh, there was one more I wanted to highlight. What one was it? I've I've lost it apparently. Never mind. Oh, uh, FISA. Sorry, there it is. My eyes just glazed over. Some of these are uh, related to Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act uh, documents, which are what we uh, we track spies with, basically. So this is overseas sources. This is the type of stuff that gets the source killed um i i made a point in the julian assange uh thread in the group actually that uh one of the things that responsible disclosure does when a, a paper gets these sort of classified documents and they're going to publish them is they give kind of an ultimatum to the government uh they wouldn't phrase it as an ultimatum but they tell them they're publishing it they're like hey we're going to publish this in three days and five days whatever uh, you have until then to give us comment or do whatever you need to. Because uh, the newspaper doesn't want to get somebody killed. <laughs> you know, if somebody needs to be extracted from Iran or something before these documents go live and out them, they want to give time to make that happen. Uh, the way you just leave them laying around in boxes where anybody can go picking through them is it's deadly. It gets people killed. I, I really can't keep can't help but coming around to that again and again and again. This is lies, basically, for a lot of these. It's it's so ridiculous to me. Yeah. Anyway, Dan, what can we expect at the uh, the hearing tomorrow? Hmm. I mean, well, it's going to be uh, the uh, arraignment. He's going to get all the charges initially formally read and. Trump was going to enter a plea of not guilty and possibly a whole lot of uh, MAGA protesters, uh, although, well, it's Florida, so 
maybe they'll show up, although, you know, they didn't really come out much in New York. So. No, but Disneyland had literal Nazis protesting at it a few days ago, so I think they can make the time to swing by. So they can, so they might show up to, you know, maybe pull a John 6 2.0. Well, they won't be subtle. These guys at, at Disney World standing in the parking lot had, like, actual Nazi flags. Great. Um, but other than that, um, we'll also get a uh, date listed, I think, for the trial, and at least the initial uh, projected date for a trial, and that will be interesting to know because that will have ramifications for the election. Right. So that will be the other thing that will be key to watch for. Uh, do you think that there's a motion for Cannon to uh, recuse from the case? At least right off the bat? Um, I don't think so, but possibly. I mean, I guess it might depend on how bad she is, but I don't know if they'll. I don't know if the government's going to try that right off the bat. Okay. Uh, and then, lastly, Chris, how uh, how would you rate the twenty twenty four contenders and how they're responding to it? In terms of their response. Yeah, like put put them on a scale. Uh, well, most people are at like negative ten, and. <laughs> Asa Hutchinson and uh, and Chris Christie are the only ones who score higher, <laughs> who score a positive number, I would say. Um, exactly. Christie's initial statement was, well, I want to read the document. And then after he read the document, he's like, well, it's pretty serious. But <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and Hutchinson came out with a, if he's guilty, he should remove himself from the race. Which is not exactly the most like stirring thing you could imagine someone saying. Everyone else has kind of, you know, basically gone on, gone on the offensive side of it, gone on the government has weaponized, out of control. This is shameful. This is a dark day for democracy, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, the rest of them are defending him. They're all you know going to this. Yeah. Soros prosecutor bullshit. <laughs> well, I guess no, that that was DeSantis's line. But yeah, it's horseshit. Yeah, they don't know what they're dealing with. They really don't. I don't. I mean, did they not pay attention to the previous campaign? They also yeah, they, they they all need to realize they need to take down Trump. They did the same thing the last time. They just hoped something would happen and spent all the time yep. fighting each other. They all need to train their fucking guns on Trump if any of them want a chance. There is an elephant in the room and it needs to be shot before... Okay, I shouldn't use that turn of phrase. It needs to be dealt with before before everything else can, can happen. So it's not only frustrating on just human level but the nerd in me the, the game theory of it all is just totally wrong what are they doing uh, I think some of them want to be his vice president but you know you'd think the others 
the ones who know they have no chance of that. Like, you think Pence like, is going to be yeah. vice president again? Yeah, Pence has got to know better. <laughs> oh, Pence man. has got to know better. DeSantis has got to know better. He's constitutionally ineligible from being Trump's vice president, and Trump hates his guts, so he's got to know better. <laughs> so, yeah, but no, they don't seem to be realizing that. So, yeah, they just all just lining up to grease Trump's pole. So, I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, speaking of grease polls, a new round of uh, Hunter Biden laptop photos leaked uh, <laughs> as this story was breaking. Uh, I know we were all so distracted. I actually didn't realize the Hunter Biden laptop was still a story in some places until that happened. I thought everybody forgot about that like four years ago. Yeah. No. Republicans will never forget about it because they all just want to keep seeing those pictures and imagine what it tastes like. So, yeah. It's a 21st century cigar. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I do want to mention a couple local stories here before uh, we sign off for the week. Uh, two things. One, just breaking today, we got our first verdict in the uh, the lawsuits over the wildfires uh, over Labor Day from uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, Pacific Corp, the power company, is uh, is negligent. For four separate wildfires, the jury has awarded, uh, let's see, each of the 17 named plaintiffs gets $4.4 million in economic damages and $67.5 million in non-economic damages split between So that's a pretty substantial fallout from, you know, those frickin' terrible fires. Uh, I want to pair this with the fact that the first of the uh, the kids' climate lawsuits has uh, hit the ground running in Washington. They've gotten uh, a trial date. They've been accepted at the court. It's happening. It's real. Uh, it's probably not going to do anything. Uh, we got the new standing standards of the Supreme Court last year, which kind of preclude this sort of thing from happening, but we'll see. Uh, and then... Finally, we mentioned briefly on the show a couple weeks ago, or a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, kind of uh, the lightning quick scandal that took down the Oregon Secretary of State, Shemia Fagan. Uh, it's now expanded to federal prosecutors are looking at her. Uh, they've been poking around, asking for evidence, doing some interviews. There might be charges coming to this. They're also at the same time investigating the Oregon State Democratic Party over some cryptocurrency-linked donations. Uh, the Oregon Democratic Party turned over several hundred thousand dollars uh, in funds to, I believe, the IRS, possibly the FBI, whatever. They just wanted to kind of wash their hands of it and give it to somebody who might know better. So it's fallout for some uh, incorrectly reported donations. Some would go far as to say illegally hidden donations. Uh, tied to the collapse of FTX and Sam Bankman-Fried and all that sort of bullshit that we were paying attention to a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, The charitable read of the whole thing is that the Oregon Democratic Party has no idea what's going on with crypto and had no idea about any of this. 
<laughs> and couldn't be fucked to figure it out. The less charitable uh, explanation is that Sam Bankman-Fried was buying favors with Democrats all across the country. Uh, if that were true, he picked some pretty bad people to get some favors from because he's still heading to jail. Probably a little of column A and column B. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or maybe he thought he was buying favors and they didn't know <laughs> what was going yeah, on. That's how you yeah. combine column A and that's, column that's, B. That's a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. He thought he was buying favors and nobody... People didn't know they were being bought. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to say, well, you did not buy Get Out of Jail Free, so fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Anything going on up in Washington? Oh man, if there was, I would you know. missed it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and how about you, Chris? Anything going on on the East Coast besides the fires? And besides the fires in Canada, walloping yeah. us. Yeah. Um, uh, just to follow up on the kind of Vermont budget story we were talking about last time, there hasn't been a lot that's happened. Um, they've now gotten around to submitting some pieces of the budget individually and Scott has been vetoing them and so they might override his vetoes on individual items but there hasn't been like a wholesale dealing with the budget is it uh, a full veto or does the governor have a line item veto up there don't believe he does okay so he's got to veto the whole spending <laughs> bill and not just the shit he doesn't want he has to, but he definitely did. Okay. Are you looking it up? I am. Let's see. Ballotpedia is a list of line item vetoes over state budgets. Vermont is a no. Yeah, I didn't think so. I did not realize how popular the line item veto was at the state level. 44 states have line item vetoes. Yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, well, it's something the Republican Party has been pushing since the Reagan years. They got yeah. it. Uh, they, they never get it at the federal level, but... No, no, they did. It was passed, but it was... Uh, it was deemed unconstitutional by the Supreme Court, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Clinton got a line item a couple things before they told him no. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, thankfully, state, well, I don't know about thankfully, but the state governors don't have to worry about constitutional prerogatives of the U.S. government. They're allowed to set it up kind of however they want, as long as it's a Republican form of government. All right, well, that'll do it for us. Uh, you guys have a good week, and we'll, we'll sure talk about this hearing next week. All right. Yeah. See Trump's progress to, yeah whatever state awaits him hopefully jail final yeah. thing give me a yes or no answer do you think there'll be a mugshot no i think they're still gonna try that chris yeah i think unfortunately no all right i'll uh i'll see how it goes next week and we'll we'll see who was right have a good week guys um, you too bye bye